Hey guys, welcome to Between Two Couches episode 3. Today we're going to talk about common errors that we see both in the gym and out of the gym in terms of people uh, hitting their goals or not hitting their goals. Colin, you've been in the, the game for a while. Any major common errors you see in people in, their, in terms of training? Um, I suppose when someone has made the commitment to start, uh, we're all under the impression when we start that a couple of weeks or a month or two and I'm going to know everything and be able to do everything and that kind of feeling that I only need to stick with this for maybe a month or two to know how to do everything, know how to power clean, know how to climb a rope, know how to use the assault bike, know how to do a burpee and everything. And then the, what happens is then you get a month or two in and you realise that laundry list of things you need to learn just keeps growing. And that can be a bit of a shock to the system because you think, okay, well, I'll get this down. Because when you, when you learn to drive, it's like, okay, I need to know what these pedals on the floor do. I need to know what the stick to the side of me does. I need to know what all these ped paddles do. Okay, they're the paddles on the side. Windscreen indicator. Interesting driving. Uh, yeah, I know. Lucky paddles. Uh, it's a reason why my car is in the state it is, you know. And then you, you learn how to drive and then you know how to drive. Okay, but when you get into fitness, like the millions of ways your human body can move and the millions of ways you can challenge that and part of the aim of CrossFit is to keep challenging that why we want to challenge that is that keeps it growing, keeps it fresh, keeps it young, keeps it healthy that that, that journey never ends and it's, it's good that we try and we try and instill this as early as possible that you know there's always going to be some challenge for you, there's always going to be something to learn once you learn how to do a ring row, you're going to want to learn how to do a pull-up. Once you learn how to do a pull-up, you're going to see kipping and you're going to want to do that. And you get one kipping pull-up, you want ten kipping pull-ups. And that's okay, it's, it's perfectly okay to have that journey, but you never, there's no end point. Mm -hmm. And thinking that, okay, well, I'll learn this fitness and I'll have that end point, that's, uh, that's one thing that, you know, um, in particular, just when you're starting off, it can, beginners get disheartened with after a couple of weeks or a couple of months when that list, which they... Started like that, but oh my god, it's so big. Yeah, you know? I mean, and, and also at that point is with the with the modern society we live in, everything is it's so there's so so much instant gratification out there. Everyone thinks that they sign up to this 30, 30 day ab challenge and and they have six pack abs in thirty days by doing five crunches a night or something or yeah. thirty day squat challenge and they get PG bum in, in thirty days. You mean it? And the reality is that the reality is that that. It, does, it doesn't happen that quickly, you know what I mean? They see people, I mean, for example, if we have clients come in here, they may be, maybe they, their, their weight loss is their goal and um, we have a consultation with them and they say, they're, say they're, they're 10 stone overweight or whatever it is and they want to get back to an ideal weight, they may be, they're 50 years old and say, okay, well, I'll use Colin as an example. Colin, when, you, when, you, when did you say you're your, your ideal weight? And you might say, well, 20 years ago. I'll say, okay, well, it might take 10 years of consistent work or six years to get back there. And when you tell someone that, and, and you say, well, this is realistically what it's gonna take, a consistent, long-term, um, making the right choices, looking at your nutrition, coming in three days a week as a minimum, to get back to where you were bloody 20 years ago or whatever, um, it's difficult for people to process because everything is so instant these days. iPhones, um, Snapchat, everything is like, I want it now, I got it now, on online shopping. and. Um, when it comes to health and fitness, it's just, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah, it can take a while. It can take a substantial amount of time and, and dedication. And, uh, and that's kind of people, sometimes when they come in, it's, that's the first kind of barrier we have is kind of making them realize that, hey, Derek, this is, this is not, we're not gonna, it's not, we're not selling any 30, 30, 30 minute abs here. It's fucking six years of 
hard graft and looking after yourself. It's also not something that you can just do for six weeks. I can't, I, it's not a case if I train for six weeks and suddenly I'm fit. It's yeah. an ongoing thing to it's maintain that fitness Absolutely. and improve yeah. on your fitness as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we like to talk to people about their first six weeks because you can definitely see improvements in your fitness and improvements in your mood in six weeks. Six weeks is also long enough that it will weed out the, the, the quick fix mentality, mm. but it's not so long enough because six years is like, oh my God, six years, I, what's even the point? And we'll break that six years down into a six month goal and a one month goal yeah. for you. So your first month goal might be just to start developing habits. And as you said, John, you mightn't see any major changes in your body composition from drinking a glass of water every day. But if that glass of water is replacing Coca-Cola, you've, you've made a major inroad into, into your internal health. And you just mightn't see that on the front of it straight away, but you will given time. And that's, you know, Getting some people to think long term but act immediately is, is, is what we do. We said, okay, right, your first, first four sessions, it's really just to get to know the gym and for us as coaches to get to know your body and you to get comfortable with us that you can say, oh, this is a little bit sore. And we'll tell you if that soreness is normal, like soreness in the quad and while you're doing squats is normal, soreness in your knee isn't normal. And we can work with that. And then, okay, your first classes are really just to get up to speed with CrossFit. And then after that, we'll start setting goals for you and we'll teach you, okay, well, it takes this amount of time to lose this amount of weight. It takes this amount of time to go from an empty bar to 100 kilos in any sort of lift. And getting over the disheartening aspect of, oh, wow, that could take years. Well, it took years to get into the shape you're at. It took years to get your college degree. It's gonna take years to get the body you want, but that doesn't, that shouldn't ever deter. It doesn't mean it's not achievable. No, not at all. It's just a realistically, a realistic thought process on it. I mean, I mean, I, I'll use my simple example in relation to the training atmosphere. Like, I'm, I mean, my weightlifting is pretty decent at this stage of man, but I've been doing it for, I mean, I'm going, this is my fifth year of competitively focusing on Olympic weightlifting. Well, when I started, I mean, five years, it's gone like that. And people see me now, and um, even Sam, for example, take Sam at regionals. People see Sam now because he's made it, he, he, he's qualified for regionals, but what people haven't seen is the last four years of graft he's put in, and he's just consistently doing the right things, working hard, keeping his head down, and now that the rewards are coming, everyone's like, oh, I need to go and I'm gonna get that in, in six weeks. It's like, <laughs> I'm sorry that, I mean, I've been, I've been squatting for four years to snatch 145, you know what I mean? Sam's been doing burpees for three and a half years to be able to push that hard and fire face and burpee workouts or whatever, you know what I mean? So it, it's all, it just, it's not as, it's not as instant as, as people kind of some, somewhat seem in, in, the, in the kind of society we live in at the moment. Yeah, um, a lot of what we said so far is like more the, the training side of it, the, the within the gym side. Would you say it's the same for people outside the gym in terms of nutrition? Because you mentioned drinking a glass of water, I think, as well. Like, would you see people making the same mistakes outside of the gym or same expectations outside in terms of how quickly they can change? Um, I suppose, yeah, the, the stuff outside the gym is, uh, is, is super important. It's, it's harder to measure because it's very easy to say, I've come, I've done my hour in the gym and I've gone home. And then you've got 23 hours where you've got to resist the massive selection of Mars bars and dairy milks and you know jelly babies that assault you on every shop you're at. You know you, you go across the Starbucks and it's it's all carbohydrate. It's so easy for us to get in excessive amount of carbs and we think 
oh, surely that can't be. And then you look at the portion size, you're like, oh, okay, that's an actual portion size. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and it's, it's again, it's like that thing, you don't see immediate results, but it definitely helps. You know, we all know, um, you know, if you see a kid who hasn't slept, how cranky and grumpy they are. Um, we're the same as adults, so just grumpiness is more, uh, more subtle and evolved. Mm. That, you know, knowing that you, knowing that if you'll sleep more, your body's sensitivity to insulin propensity to put on fat. Propensity the right word? Sounds right. Okay, <laughs> sounds right. Sounds sophisticated. Sounds sophisticated. I think it's propensity, but it's Propensity. Could be wrong. So the sleep, the hydration, the recovery are, are big aspects that you can make huge gains. Um, the issue with that is it's, it, it becomes if you, if you let it, it can become a drain. It's like, okay, hang on, I can't just go to the gym. I've got to do this and I've got to overhaul my entire life. And that can get overwhelming. Mm. So with that respect for like, you know what, don't try and go, if you're used to sleeping five hours a night, don't try and go up to the recommended eight straight away. You'll lie in bed, you'll twitch, you'll feel worse off. But if you did five hours, 10 minutes per week, and then five hours, 15 minutes, heck, if you did five hours and two minutes more, you're starting to accumulate more sleep, which is gonna help your mood help everything and everything reinforces it. If you are used to you know, having takeaways from Thursday night to Sunday night and pack lunches Monday to Friday, go meal prep, buy a whole bunch of Tupperware, spend two, three hours on a Sunday cooking it, going down to Little or Aldi or any of these places or, um, and buying people, that's a, that's a big investment. But if you said, okay, instead of <coughs> a sandwich on Monday, I'm gonna have a salad on Monday. I'll eat sandwiches the rest of the week. That's an okay change to make and small things add up. Yeah, but that's uh, the main point I'm, get, I'm getting from you, what you're saying is that there's, there is the bigger picture, but you, you have to break it down to small achievable goals so one doesn't get overwhelmed. Because that's, with, with people trying to get into, into the fit, or kind of improve their health and fitness in relation to nutrition, or even just trying to join a gym, it, it can be overwhelming for people, let's be honest. People get in and, and like, if they don't see that instant kind of gratification or instant change or whatever, then, then people get disheartened and, and they, they do give up, don't they? And more often than not, if they're not, if, if they're not guided in the, in the right way in relation to small changes and goals, like you said, one sandwich less a week, you add that up, it's 52 less sandwiches. Or more even, 100, yeah. I mean, whatever, can't do maths. But Probably then, closer to a million less sandwiches. In a year? Yeah. It's that 1% change, like, it's that Yeah, graph, so like. I mean, that's, like you say, your glass of water versus your glass of coke. Um, so those, that's the kind of concept people need to kind of grasp is, okay, these little changes that I, I'm going to make, they will, like, they'll all add up. And then when I look back in a year, six months, whatever it is, then they'll see that the big change, like, you know? And that's the hard thing to get people to kind of, some people to kind of grasp because of where we are and as a society, they want everything now. I want it now. Give me the six pack. Give me the booty. And it's like, Jakers. It's hard work. Yeah. It takes hard work and dedication. Yeah. There's a little bit of kind of trust the process for the six weeks that we mentioned mm -hmm. or whatever it is like, and then look back and see how much you've you've come on like in the six weeks both inside the gym and out. Yeah. Okay. Make a lot of a lot of changes. Our phones <laughs> <laughs> on airplane mode for, for podcasts and for recording. Time. Anything else you guys want to cover? I think that's about it. I think that is. I think it's, it's, it's patience. Um, not getting disheartened by, it's gonna take a lot of work, but it's very much gonna be worth it. 
and finding that balance because sometimes you need to tell yourself it's going to take a lot of work but if that if that crush you go oh that's too much and i don't have the energy or i don't have the mental willpower or that's not worth it like you know i really really want to go out drinking with my friends we're not saying don't do that yeah um, you will get to your ideal body type quicker if you don't drink but is that worth the sacrifice of missing out on a social event it's up to you to decide you know if it's a regular saturday night night maybe you're better off not drinking if it's you know your best friend's engagement party absolutely go out and get involved in it and have fun so find for you that balance of okay understanding how big the task is and then breaking it down into something that i can accomplish this day and you know focus on that okay well if today all i need to do is drink a glass of water i've got that you know what's next what's next you know if today all i need to do is just bring my hands a little bit closer together on my on my pull-ups so i get stronger or you know do an extra burpee a minute it'll add up every workout you do adds up mm-hmm. so finding that balance point between how much work it is actually going to take to reach that goal you want and do it, then dialing it down into very small goals that will keep you happy then because then you're focused on the process and you're not worried about why haven't i there yet which just derails you absolutely yeah i mean that's something we we um we do in here we do a good job of working with our members and um, we just recently had a um their goals review sheets back from our members we did after the open on people what they wanted to, to uh kind of work on in relation to goals and like that we've come away from those and we've put in some plans and some 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 small changes that our members can make in relation to if it's weight loss goals or they want to get pulps or whatever small small changes not not nothing over over overwhelming um but they can just implement right away and it can bring them that little step closer to achieving their their goals and that's the key just kind of make it manageable and be consistent Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for watching. Thanks guys. If you've listened this far, thank you very much. That was episode three between two couches.